Say, so, hey, welcome to my table again. Uh, it has been a few weeks since I recorded the last segment of Proverbs 14, section 1. And today I'm going to continue Proverbs 14, section 2. I have come up with every excuse in the book to not record it. But today I'm making no excuses. I'm jumping right in. And I pray that you are also going to join me on this journey and be blessed as a result. So for those of you on the go, and for those of you that are out a lot, they're busy a lot, this is for you. I will be reading from Amplified Version of the Bible today. I normally read from NIV, but today I'm going to read from Amplified and I pray it is a blessing to you. Okay, so I will be starting from verses 15 and on, and I pray they are a blessing to you. These are Proverbs, just words of insight, words of wisdom from Solomon's table, and I'm going to share my own wisdom and experience as well um, as biblical insight on the chapter. So 15 says, the naive or inexperienced person believes every word he hears. The naive and unexperienced person, that is one who is easily misled, and he believes every word that he hears. But the prudent man, the prudent man considers well where he is going. The prudent man is the one who is discerning. The prudent man is the one who is filled with wisdom. The prudent man or woman is one who asks God for direction. He considers, he takes very well-considered steps. He takes, he thinks about his actions. He thinks about his choices and so forth. So the prudent man or the wise man, he is because he is always considering well where he is going. So let us be a wise woman and a wise man as you are listening to this podcast. A wise man suspects danger and is cautiously avoids evil. A wise man suspects danger and cautiously avoids evil. But the fool is arrogant and careless. Again, there's a comparison of a wise man versus foolish man. A wise man suspects danger and does everything in his power to avoid it. But the fool is careless. He says, let me just see what's on that side. Let me just tip in. I mean, let me just put in my feet. Let me just try and so forth without realizing that there is danger on this other side of that. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly and without self-control, and a man of wicked schemes is hated. Again, there is a comparison of a quick-tempered man, that's the one who acts foolishly and without self-control, and a wicked man, again, a wise man versus foolish man. The naive inherit foolishness, but the sensible are crowned with knowledge. Here again, comparison. The naive, those that are easily misled, inherit foolishness, but the sensible, 
the ones that are thoughtful and far-sighted, the ones that are full of wisdom, full of knowledge, are crowned with knowledge. They're crowned with understanding of scripture, understanding of how things are functioning and so forth. And so they are crowned with knowledge. The evil will bow down before the good. That's the truth right there. The evil will bow down before the good. And the wicked at the gates of the righteous. And the wicked at the gates of the righteous. So eventually, even though we see all this evil going on in the world, eventually evil bows down to the good. And the wicked will bow down to the righteous at the gates of righteous. Verse 20. The poor man is hated even by his neighbor, but those who love the rich are many. Again, this is a wisdom, very profound wisdom um, and understood by many in this world. The poor, they are looked down upon, but those that are rich are always celebrated, right? So this is a simple matter that we can understand. Verse 21, he who despises his neighbor's sins, but happy and favored by God, is he who is gracious and merciful to the poor. Now, let's go to the parable of the Good Samaritan. Who is your neighbor? Is one who is in need, one who is less fortunate, one who is beaten up on the side of the road, right? He who despises his neighbor's sins. He who despises this less fortunate type of man sins. But the hap but blessed and favored is he who is gracious and merciful to the poor. It is always a good idea. It is always a good thing to be generous to the poor. When you see them on the side of the road, and I don't know where you are, I don't know what country... Uh, what city you are from, there are poor everywhere. There are homeless everywhere. There are people in need everywhere. And um, it is a good idea to pull over and to help them out any way that you can. And if you cannot help financially, you can always, always, always offer them a prayer, a word of encouragement, a word of knowledge. God has given us much, and so we can go out of our way and help those that are less fortunate than us. Verse 22, do they, do they not go astray who devise evil and wander from the way of righteousness? Do they not go astray who devise evil? This is a question here. And wander from the way of righteousness? But kindness and truth will be to those who devise good. So here it is, wisdom, nugget. Do they not go astray, those who devise evil, those who plan scheme? Do they not wander off? But kindness and truth will be to those who devise good. So always seek good, always seek good. Verse 23, in all labor there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So there it is in black and white, in all labor there is profit, 
So do not be afraid to work. Do not be afraid to put in the effort. Do not be afraid to stretch out. Do not be afraid to go out. Do not be afraid uh, to put in the effort that's needed uh, to go forward. Because poverty is at the door of those who are lazy. Those who are looking for a shortcut. The crown of the wise is their wealth. The crown of the wise is their wealth. But the foolishness of fools is nothing, nothing but folly. So as we are reading these scriptures, as we are reading the book of Proverbs, it is full of insight, it is full of wisdom, it is so much that oftentimes you can get overwhelmed. So much wisdom. And uh, some of it, if you put it in into practice, will actually happen the same way but some of it depending depending on where it is that you are applying it might not be that way but these are proverbs these are experiences these are wise insights from the book of solomon and he shares it he shares his wisdom it may not be for everyone it might not be for you but it is wisdom otherwise Verse 25, a truthful witness saves lives, but he who speaks lies is treacherous. Again, a truthful witness saves lives. It's always good to tell the truth. It's always good to be the one who is honest, trustworthy, integral. Uh, but he who speaks lies is treacherous because he deceives himself, because he is the one who is going to fall into the trap. And so... Watch out, do not be one who speaks lies or easily tell lies. I always tell my girls, a little lie is a big lie. So that is what I'm going to tell you as well. That is what I'm going to say as well. A little lie is a big lie. If you can, little, if you can lie a little, then you can lie a lot. So be careful. In the reverent fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. And I'm reading 26, verse 26. If you have a Bible next to you, good take your bible out and let's study if you don't have a bible next to you that's okay too because i'm reading straight out of scripture in the reverent fear of the lord there is strong confidence and his children will always have a place of refuge verse 27 the fear of the lord that leads to obedience and worship is a fountain of life so that so that one may avoid the snares of death fear of the lord we're not talking about the fear of this world we're talking about the fear of the lord which is reverence which is respect for god almighty the fear of the lord leads to the fountain of life so that one may avoid the snares of death verse 28 in a multitude of people is a king's glory but in a lack of people is a pretentious prince's ruin in a multitude of people is a king's glory but in a lack of people is a pretentious prince's ruin i'm going to go on um as i said i will i will not have the time to really dissect every single scripture but one that really highlights in my spirit that's what i'm going to share Verse 29, he who is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who is quick-tempered exposes and exalts his foolishness for all to see. 
Be slow to anger. Do not, do not fall into temptation of rising up in anger. Rather, be slow to anger and understand. Be slow to anger and process what it is that you're hearing. Because he who is quick-tempered, have you ever met people who are quick-tempered? Anything you say, they just go off on you. Anything that you present, they just go off on you. These are called quick-tempered people. But he who is quick-tempered exposes and exalts his foolishness. Forgive him, for he does not know what he's doing, right? Forgive her, for she does not know what she is doing. Sometimes people are quick-tempered and they don't even know why. Sometimes it is them. Sometimes it has been carried over from uh, their generation and so forth, from their line of family. Um, we can be quick-tempered, but we are to also control our temper. A calm and peaceful and tranquil heart is life and health to the body. Just reading those words? already medicine to my soul a calm and peaceful and tranquil heart is life and health to the body learn to be calm learn to be peaceful learn to have a good attitude learn to be to be calm and at peace now this is definitely a process if you're one that is easily irritated easily offended it's going to be a process but if you give it to god if you just ask him to lead you if you ask him to teach you he will a calm and peaceful heart is life and health to the body but passion and envy are like rottenness to the bones passion and envy we can be quite passionate about things we can be quite envious of things and so this is also not good. Verse 31, he who oppresses the poor taunts and insults his maker. Simple, right? But he who is kind and merciful and gracious to the needy honors him. Again, I have spoke about being generous to the needy, being generous to those that are less fortunate than you. Um, sometimes it's not them. Sometimes it's the habits they've created sometimes it's the family line they come from sometimes it's the addiction that has overpowered them we never really know where a financial situation a job loss whatever it may be health situation we never know what people are going through so let us not bring judgment to them we don't know so therefore let's help wherever we are however we can The wicked is overthrown through his wrongdoing, but the righteous has hope and confidence and a refuge, even in death. So these, again, are comparisons. A righteous versus the wicked one. Wisdom rests in the heart of those or of the one who has understanding, but what is in the heart of fools is made known. 
It is plain, right? It is plain for everyone to see what's in the heart of a fool. Whatever is on, whatever is on his lips is what's in his, in his heart. Pay attention to what people are saying. Because what they're saying is really what's in their heart. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Now, what is sin? It's transgression of God's law. Righteousness exalts a nation. Right standing with God exalts a nation, but sin, transgression against God's law, is a disgrace to any people. Verse 35, the king's favor and good will, will are toward a servant who acts wisely and discreetly, but his anger and wrath are towards him who acts shamefully. Again, the king's favor, which is God, and goodwill are towards a servant who acts wisely and discreetly, but his anger and wrath are towards him who acts shamefully. These are insights from the book of Proverbs. I pray they are a blessing to you. These are wise insights. And if they are to be applied, they are going to be life. They are going to be life changing. They're going to be everything good and much more. Thank you for joining my table once again as we have read the book of Proverbs chapter 14, section 2. Stay tuned for the next chapter. God bless you and take care.